Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. You've just produced a new version, a new translation of the New Testament, Colin. It's called The Truth, and uh, we're taking a close look at it as we're going through Paul's letter to the Ephesians. We've reached chapter 2, verse 21, but just briefly, why have you written The Truth? Why have you done a new translation? Well, I've been using this uh, as we've been making these programs on Ephesians, um, using the, the, um, the version I had before it was actually published publicly. Now it has been published and it's just having a phenomenal reception. And so that's gratifying um, simply because this was written very much out of obedience to God. I had never expected to do anything of this nature. And the reason? Uh, Because the Lord said he wanted a translation that was not produced by academic scholars, but by a preacher who would draw out the meaning of the word. So I've sought to run a middle course between, well, maintaining the accuracy with Scripture, but not allowing it to become such a loose paraphrase that you lose sight of the original. So it's keeping true to the original, but drawing out the meaning of the text as we go along. And that, of course, is really good translation. You know, I'm always being interpreted into other languages, and interpreters always tell me, the best interpretation is not to translate literally what is said from one language to another, but to put what you are saying in one language into the language of another so that you convey the same meaning. And that's what I've tried to do, to draw out the meaning of what Paul is saying here, for example, in Ephesians. Now, we're very much in the middle of this letter, so do you just want to put it in context at the beginning of this week as to where we've got to? Well, in the first two chapters, we have this amazing revelation about the fact that God has taken hold of the lives of believers and has put them into Christ. So we now live in unity with him. His life has become our lives. Uh, His blessings, all the riches and inheritance that is in Christ is ours. It belongs to every believer. And what God wants is for us by faith to appropriate this rich inheritance that he's given us in Christ. So we're going to start at uh, chapter 3 this week. This is the reason why I, Paul, am happy to be a prisoner of Jesus Christ. It is for your sake. You have heard about the way God has given me such grace for your benefit so that I could tell you of the hidden things that have been revealed to me. Now, all the way through this epistle, and of course elsewhere as well, Paul speaks a lot about grace, how God has lavished his grace upon us. He was so aware of the grace of God because, of course, he at one time, as Saul of Tarsus, persecuted the church. He imprisoned Christians. He consented to their death. Uh, he, He was a man who really thought he was serving God by opposing the gospel. And yet God turned his life right around and made him the great apostle to the Gentiles. And Paul was well aware that only God and only the grace of God could have accomplished such a radical transformation in his life. And what he's saying here is that it is by the grace of God 
that Jesus has given Paul all the revelation, all the understanding of the gospel that he has. Now, this is very interesting, you see, because in the numbering, um, uh, numbered amongst the original disciples that Jesus had, there was no one like Paul. Uh, they were fishermen, there was a tax collector, there was a zealot, and a few people that we know very little about. But Paul was an intellectual. Paul was a graduate. Paul was a very clever man. He must have had one of the brightest intellects of, of anybody that's ever been in the history of the church. And uh, he was a leading light of his day, really. And why should God now need an intellectual? Someone who can explain everything, someone who can describe not only what it is that God has done, but why he's done it, what the meaning of it is, what the implications are for our lives, and so on. He needed someone uh, who was a writer, a scholar, somebody who could be a man of the Spirit, a preacher, someone who was there, involved in planting churches, and yet had this ability to actually uh, not only understand the truth, but, be but to be able to communicate the truth. And so Paul wrote uh, very nearly a third of the New Testament. And here we are nearly 2,000 years later, reading what Paul says and, and receiving so much understanding of the ministry of Jesus, uh, the, min the meaning of the cross, and, and uh, the, the victory of the resurrection and so on, all through the teaching of Paul. And he is stating here a very, very important principle because he's saying that by his grace, God has given him revelation not only of things that Paul himself had not understood, but things that others hadn't understood. And... Uh, why does God give revelation? God gives revelation so that you can communicate that revelation to other people. You were asking me just now uh, about doing this new translation called the Truth New Testament. And just a couple of weeks ago when the first copies uh, of the finished article came into our hand, God, God spoke to me one morning and uh, actually, I was I was reading the early part of of uh, Ephesians, where Paul is talking about predestination, and the Lord just said to me, you know, I didn't suddenly have the idea of telling you to do this translation, that before the creation of the world, this was part of my purpose. So ever since I've called you, ever since I've been moving in your life and using you in the ministry that you've had all over the world, I have been building towards this point. I have been preparing you. Everything that I've been doing in your life has really been a preparation for being able to bring out the meaning of my word in this way. And, uh, you know, it was it was. It was a wonderful time, actually, I had with God that morning. But it, it was sort of very humbling in one way because you just realize how God is totally in control, totally in charge, uh, not only of us individually, but of how he is working out his plan and purpose. 
and and you know it's it's makes you feel sort of very very humble when you realize well god has been planning this i didn't know anything about or had any idea of ever doing anything like this to two years ago when god spoke to me about it and yet uh in uh in all these years because i've, I've been ordained for 46 years now all that time god knew and god knew that he was planning and God knew that he would need to give me revelation, need to give me understanding so that I can draw out the meaning of the text. So I'm in, there's a sense in which just as Paul drew out the meaning for his generation, so God is saying, now I want you to draw out the meaning uh, of, of all these great things that I have done through my son for this generation and succeeding generations. So, you know, it makes you feel very small, but it, it, it also, on the other hand, is very encouraging because you realize, well, um, God knows exactly what he's doing, and God would not have planned this all those years ago and would not have spent 46 years working in my life building up towards this point unless he was intending to use it. And uh, when, when he told me to write it, he said, if you write it, I'll promote it. God will promote it. So, uh, you know, you're on a sure winner there. And it really has had a phenomenal um, first few days of circulation. People are already ordering more and more copies. So, um, you know, that, that's gratifying simply because there's two years hard work gone into this much grace abounding, but um, you want all that to bear fruit. And God said to me, every time a copy of, of this is sold, you are depositing a whole sack of seed. And because you have been so conscious of an anointing being upon you as you've been translating, because you know this takes me out beyond my comfort zone, it really does. But he said, because you know there's been an anointing on you, that anointing will come upon the people who read it. So just as you've been able to bring understanding, so people will be able to receive understanding because of the anointing. And and uh, so, uh, you know, I what pleases me more than anything, Julia, is that God is going to use it. God is going to use it for his glory. And already we've heard of lives being changed by it. So uh, all that comes out of Paul's saying that, um, you know, he, he has brought out revelation. And the point that I'm making is when God gives any of us revelation, it's so that we can pass it on. It's not so that we can keep it to ourselves and just say, oh, that's wonderful. I've, I've just had a, such a wonderful revelation from God. I understand something now that I've never understood before. God gives us revelation in order that we will be his witnesses and will pass on the revelation of the truth. Not our own ideas, not our own opinions or anything like that, but the revelation of the truth. And this is what Paul is giving us in this letter to the Ephesians, an amazing revelation of the truth of what Jesus Christ has done for us in the cross through his resurrection and by pouring out his spirit, what God's purposes are in the life of the church to bring everything in the whole of creation under the headship and the authority of Jesus Christ. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 